Welcome to episode three of the Your Say podcast. I'm Nicole, I'm your host, and I gotta tell y'all, this episode is titled Hair, Judgment, and the First C-Bomb. You're gonna have to stay to the end when I give Becky some pretty what the fuck feedback at the end of the episode. We're gonna talk about all things private school, the tuck shop ladies, and the burning question, who's gonna be the grade leader for mine and Becky's kids' school. Stay tuned, guys. So, Nikki, everybody knows we only met a few weeks ago, but uh, when we did, you had hair and today... Did I have hair? You had hair and today you have a shaved head. That's... I do. Yep, so if I skin had hair, we must have known each other for two months. Okay. So it must be two months. So, yeah, our... So our my eldest Dakota is 17 is dating Becky's daughter my second second in line so I've got a second in line 17 year old a 16 year old which is Bella Bella Bella's 16. so they're not technically boyfriend and girlfriend they don't want to label it Nikki they don't want to label it poor Dakota wants to label it <laughs> oh is that right oh yeah it is he <laughs> last night he was all down and oh. he re- yeah he wishes that he she was but she doesn't want to be a girlfriend Anyway, we're digressing and we haven't even started yes. yet. So I did have hair, Becky, and it was blonde. Yes. And it was thin. It was down to oh, it was down to your chin. It was blonde. Oh, yeah, I'd cut it already. That's right. So it was quite it was quite long and wispy. I shaved my head on the twenty third of December. Right. If you want to watch me shave my head, you have to have a look on my Instagram. It's actually a really cute little reel and on TikTok. I shaved my head. You have to be a very confident woman to shave. Actually, do you know what? I don't know if everyone knows what Nikki looks like, but she can pull it off. She can. She has, the, you know, there's Sinead O'Connor. But I didn't know that. Sinead O'Connor can pull it off and Nikki can. But I didn't know that I could, Becky. So I didn't, you don't know until your head's bared whether you can pull it off or not. That's risky. It is. It's very risky. So it's always been on my bucket list of things to do. I'd always, from the Sinead O'Connor days, being a young girl. Has, is, it, is it Sinead O'Connor that's inspired the look? It is, 100%. I wanted wow. to do it from when I was a young girl. I'd always wanted to experience running my hand over it and having a bald head. And I'd said it in all my relationships and had been frowned upon in most of them as to like, you can't, as if you can do that, as if you can do that. And then having now been working for myself, I don't work in a corporate career anymore. That's kind of what stopped me. I've gone to do it a few times in the last five years and not done it. And I did it, I was always going to do it in 2022. It was a goal at the beginning of the year and I did it on the 23rd of December. And I literally just grabbed my hair and just clumped, just cut at it. Like I just Gosh. totally just got in there. And this is really funny. I was at my girlfriend Loz's house so I'm grabbing the clumps, cutting, 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 and I've got my clippers, which I don't think had been used for 15 years. I think they might have even been with Dakota's dads. <laughs> so we got the clippers out and we turned them on and they went, <laughs> and it was like, fuck, this is not going to work. And so she lives in Bangalore. So here I am with just Clump, clumpy hair now. Clumpy hair, and, and I've cut all the blonde out. So all the blonde's in a big pile. And I'm looking at my girlfriend, Loz, and she's like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, you need to go buy something, go buy it. And then I panicked. So then I saw myself in the mirror and was like, what the fuck have I done? And it was my girlfriend's birthday and we were going out in Byron. So we were going to have a little bit of a night out. 
So she came back from the local IGA in Bangalore and was like, Do they sell clippers? Of course they fucking don't, right? <laughs> so they don't sell clippers. So we're standing there and I'm like, well, what are we going to do? And she's like, oh, I don't really know the neighbours. Or I'm like, well, you're about to meet them. Pet barn. And she, a pet barn, as if there needed to be a pet barn there. Yeah, right? yeah. So she walked to the neighbour's house, knocked on the door and said, hi, I'm Loz. And my friend's just shaving her head, but we don't have any clippers. Do you have any clippers? And this woman's got two young children and clearly was busy with these two young children and ran around, got us some clippers. We came back in, shaved it. So we shaved it to number two first, and then it was kind of brown and furry all over. And because I'm blonde, the brown was quite distracting. Mm. So that didn't feel right. So I'm sitting there with the brown and I said, oh, I don't know. I was like, well, should we, we peroxide it? I was like, no, I just think we need to go bald. So we took, took it to nothing. Gosh. And then shaved it off. Got had a shower, got made up, went out for the night. I felt like a fucking rock star immediately. Wow. I felt oh, like a gosh. rock star. I felt really good. And I started sending photos off to everyone straight away. I felt really good. And I, I'm carrying the most weight, guys, at the moment that I've ever carried. So I'm probably pushing 30 kilos above my normal weight. Um, and, you know, I'm normally like a, a size 8 to 10 and I kind of push a 12 here and there. And... Yeah, I don't know what I'm weighing at the moment. I haven't got on, but I'm definitely the heaviest I've ever been. So it was quite my face is chubby at the moment compared to what it's like yeah, when it's I'm chub, it's not a chubby face. It's not a chubby face. <laughs> it's not a chubby face. So yeah, I shaved my head, went out, and I was really looking for a bit of attention. So I was looking to I was hoping to get a bit of um a bit of love. And because I've never looked gay before, you see, I've always looked straight. So that, that's hard now because I'm trying to pick up women. But it's okay. always it's always men that are like, hey, I'm like, oh, I want you know. So I was like, oh well, at least now I've got a gay vibe, right? Yeah, okay. So I was quite happy with that. But no one commented on my hair the whole night out. Really? No, nothing. Bangalore's probably quite um, no, free spirited. No, we're in Byron. We're in Byron. Oh, yeah, exactly. Byron. Yeah, yeah, we're in Byron. So but I was very fitting are, in. Yeah. yeah, it was very normal. People but, aren't um, batting an eyelid. But having said that, though, they might not bat an eyelid in Byron, but they do in a private school. Don't oh they? yes. So. <laughs> We had our kids drop off this morning and um, by the way, I since shaved it once every five. Bella, Becky's daughter, has shaved it twice for me. Dakota's done it once, I've done it once and then yesterday I thought I'd go to the barber. So I took myself off to the barber and she did it for me and so it's bald as a badger right now. This is the baldest it's ever been and I must admit I don't like it this bald, it's too bald, but I want it to grow back like perfect because once it gets to like one or two centimeters we're going to play with the color um but yeah so we went to our private school drop off this morning and to my knowledge me and christy would be the only lesbian couple but that just doesn't sound right it's a huge school statistically it can't be right can't, we're yeah. just the only ones that i know of i've asked a couple of the teachers and yeah. they have said to their knowledge okay, we're the only so ones they yeah. know of so which is sad, right? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the schools it's a phenomenal school and they've always embraced us. But today, bo <laughs> bounding in with my bald head, I've always got mistaken for my ex and it's quite frustrating. We used to get called sisters um, and now there is no fucking mistaking who's <laughs> who. I am the short, bald, rather big at the moment <laughs> and I always wear bright clothes. <laughs> You're not big. You're just big with what you 
what know previously because oh I yeah this is true yeah because yeah. obviously I haven't known you no you haven't long no. and so I don't you're you're not a big person but you're you feel yeah I'm I'm and I'm definitely carrying too much weight it wasn't bothering me till about two or three months ago so I need to get that out but it brings us to what we were talking about Becky and I just now is that how the different environments can impact you right like we all put on a like I put on a persona at certain things in-laws kids parties school events <gasps> kids parties um oh i mean god who likes kids parties i hate kids parties i don't do any mums like kids parties i don't know let us know who likes kids parties i hate them i've got i've got one coming up for my own um daughter six six years old six years old six years old are you having a party yeah i'm gonna do a party oh do you find hosting it better than going to one I think they're equally as painful as each other, but mm. um, at least oh, it's terrible, isn't it? I, I wouldn't say I'm shy, but at least if you're hosting, you can be busy. Yeah, it's true. So I'll be busy running around it's with, um, I don't know, plates of food. Mm. It is. Well, I, I am confident sharing, as you guys already know, podcast three, and we've already talked about sex toys and coming out and <laughs> can, I, can I interject because that, crack, that cracked me up this morning because yeah you're quite happy talking about sex toys but you would never go into the classroom and read with the children I know, yeah. so this morning at drop off <laughs> Becky's like oh are you, are you gonna do the reading I was like no way no way <laughs> so I can get up in front of I think the most people I've ever spoke in front of is probably like 2000 maybe which is huge I could never do that in a million years as long as I know my content so as long as I know what I'm talking about so I did a like a, a visual merchandising discussion anyway I digress it was a great I can public speak no problem kids excursion fucking no way read in the class absolutely not and tell me to go to a kids party yeah I I, I don't like kids parties and I I never have even before I'd come out as being gay. Um, I don't like them. I don't like the fake conversation. I don't like the inauthenticity. Is that a word? No. Yeah. And I, well, let's face it. I think we can say they're probably quite judgy. Very judgy. Um, yeah. I, I did go on a school trip. It took me 13 years. My eldest daughter graduated at the end of last year. Um, that year I got asked to go on a trip. So I made the cut. Um, but do you have to get asked? Yes, oh. and I had to keep it under my hat oh, what because does that mean? because I, w I wasn't allowed to tell other parents because there was competition to, to go, go on the, trip, on the trip. school trip. For oh, fuck's sake! I know, and I, I went because my daughter wanted me to. I was knackered. I was knackered. Was afterwards. it good? Good's good's probably too strong a positive describing word. Mm. It was um, interesting. Admiration for the teachers. 100%. Yeah, it's a fuck, it's not easy. Right? I tell you what, it was like herding cats. Yes. That's what it was like. It was like herding cats. Yeah. But I felt I had to go and um, there was definitely other mums that were noses were out of joint because they didn't go. Yes, right. What's that about? Well, I was always the working mum, you see. So I didn't know any of the other mums in any of Dakota's schooling except for my close friend, Angie, who lived two doors down from us. Um, I did meet one other mum. So he's in year 12 now and I know two mums. Yeah, gosh. So none, right? So why? Because before school, after school care, career, flying, never there. Um, I would always go to the Christmas thing, but nothing else. And my career was really important. And so was my then partner. 
So, but when they're little, those things are cute. As they get older, I've got four kids. Fuck. Um, so last year I had four of them at the school. So there's a lot of those things to go to. They're not all fun. So what about that one where they put on the, um, you sit there for four hours in those hot, sweaty seats in the. In oh, the, in the hall. Oh, I don't go to that. No, I, I do say, um, you unless can, you, you've won you, an award, I'm not attending. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because that's fair enough, I think. Unless they're winning something, why why do I have to go and watch everyone else's children In win? In saying that, I will always go to the first day. Like today oh, yeah. was great, right? Like as if you wouldn't go to that. And I feel for my eldest son, although he tells me all the time he doesn't care, but I definitely go to more things with my youngest. So it was the it was the... It was this day last year when the prep started and had their orientation meeting at the school that I sat there and the principal said, so your kids are about to embark on 13 years. (sighs) And I sat there and went, I'm not doing it again. I Mm. am not juggling a career up and down in the air and I'm not working for someone again and the kid comes second. Because in reality, obviously the love never came second, but the time, I was time poor. and. I earned great money and it was great, but it wasn't my priority. So it was this day a year ago that I then I went, I resigned that day. And now obviously Gosh. I work for myself. But that that was why. It was that whole Yeah, oh, I did meet one other mum, but her nanny does a drop off and pick up. And I met her that day and she gets very frowned upon. She has a nanny. Yeah. But see, I'm I'm as I've said, Nikki and I haven't known each other very long, and I'm the vanilla one so i've been a stay-at-home mum for a long time um but yeah i i should actually be on the board at that school because i've got one that's just left and one in grade one but um i felt judged for being um divorced for being you know i I think there's lots of judging goes on at schools i don't find them particularly friendly places to be no, in as, me neither I don't either I, I don't either I, I find it and kids parties I just find it's just a big comparison who what have you got where do you live what do you do and you know up until the last couple of years if someone said to me oh tell me about yourself the first thing I would do is talk about my work mm-hmm. and I don't do that now so when someone says oh tell me about yourself I go into my name's Nicole I love connection energy I happen to do that through my artwork da, 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 da. like I actually talk about me but that's because I get coached to do that right and yeah I need easy. that you I know need that, I need right? that because I always find there's a bit of stigma I find I don't know that everyone does if people say what do you do what do 100%. you do for work and 100%. I say I'm I'm a stay-at-home yes. mum and people go a kept woman that's what they <gasps> Fuck say. Kept, so my best woman. friend had so much shame around that because she has stayed at home for the last seven or eight years. She's got her own business now. And I had to coach her. She was one of my first clients when I started my business coaching because she, her last one went off to prep and she was like, what the fuck do I do now, Nikki? But she worked in marketing before her kids. Well, marketing's, it's, a, it's literally a whole new degree now, right? Yeah. The way you marketed 10 years earlier is not like now. And mm. she didn't know. And she said every time she was at an event and someone said, what do you do? She cringed. She fucking hated it. Mm. And so now she's got a really successful candle company. I think as women, we don't get the credit for having to reinvent ourselves all the time. There's so many different stages you go through. Um, And whether it's separation or like you did last year, I'm not going to do this, I'm going to change it up. Women do that. Women single-handedly turn their lives around and it might be a side hustle, might be a podcast, um, could be anything, but they do it and they consistently do it. 
you know, as they kind of age. Totally. And I think that it's fucking hard. And I don't think that men have to do that very often. No, and they don't get judged as much either. They definitely don't. They definitely don't. And this is why we want to share all these things and do that on the podcast. So for me last year, this time last year, I've just come out of a corporate job. Mm. I'm working for myself. I've already had my art business. My art business has been running for four years on the side. But I then had to, like, I'm single, right? I'm paying rent. I'm doing all these things. And I had a buffer. I'd saved a buffer of a bit of money. So I sort of had three months up my sleeve to, yeah, you know, coax along. But it was fucking so difficult. Mm. And sadly, in hindsight, for me, my first month was killer, right? So I came out of the gate strong and everyone that had wanted an artwork was like, oh, my God, yeah, I'll have that one, that one, that one. So yeah. my first month I was like, oh, times 12. Killing it. Fuck, I'm going to be rich, right? I'm going to earn more money. And I was already earning good money. And then my fucking Instagram got hacked and I lost oh. everything. So I went from like 13,000 followers and quite an engaged audience to nothing. And when you've built your business around a platform that you don't fucking own. Social media, yeah. I was fucked. And I, in that moment, was like, what the fuck have I done? And so then I had to literally start again, but I had three to four weeks, no no sales, no way to contact people. I wasn't visual. Mm. I was trying to get it back from them. I didn't really know what the fuck to do. And I had to reinvent myself and I had to kind of look in the mirror and go, okay, well, you want to do business coaching. You want to teach people to have a side hustle. If you can't get your business up and running, then how the fuck can you teach others to do it? That's scary though it was really when you're scary. on your own. I was terrified. Was, was, was terrified. And then the money I put aside for three months, I went through it in fucking seven weeks. Yeah. Because I just didn't, I don't know how I didn't calculate it because I'm very, very good at numbers, but I just didn't think I would plow through the money that like I did. And I probably hadn't because I was framing pictures and so yeah. there was a lot of money that was injected into the business. And you don't just buy an artwork like a T-shirt, right? It's a $2,000 yeah. investment sometimes. So it was very hard, very, very hard. Okay, guys, we're back. Short we, um, intermission. Very short intermission. The dog was barking its head off. So if it interjects again, we're just going to go with it because it's raw yeah, it's raw and realistic and mum authentic life. Mum <laughs> fucking life. Speaking of which, um, how was it rocking into school with a shaved head? Come on, I need to know more about uh, this. Oh, look, yesterday we had to do the uniform pickup, and Dakota was with me. I was driving. My son drives himself now, so it's quite a weird dynamic. And we got there, and there was the one-way street. I didn't realise it was a one-way street. It's a laneway. I thought I would just nick in and park at the back there, right near the uniform shop. Yeah, but you nicked in and parked and you didn't park the right way, did no, you? No, so I was obviously I went down the I went down the one-way part one-way road the wrong way, parked in the loading zone, nicked in, <laughs> dropped four hundred dollars in the uniform shop, which is a whole nother fucking podcast. That's just for a pair of socks. Oh. <laughs> So then whilst I'm in there paying, you know, at, at paying with everything at the end, then the tuck shop lady comes out like from the back door and says, we need to do an announcement. There's a, there's a white Audi out there and it's in the loading zone. She's huffing and puffing and she's. She's hot under the collar, this, she, this tuck shop lady. She's they're so a certain breed. Hot. So then Dakota looks at me, starts laughing, and I go, oh, sorry, that's my car. That's my fault. Um, I'm moving it now. I didn't realise the tuck shop was open today. 
She glares at me and goes, well, it's your car's facing the wrong way. And I said, I'm really sorry, I'm moving it now. And I just laugh at these types of things because did I Did you am, keep it with kindness? I did. I totally could with kindness. So we walked out because like, oh, fuck, mum, they're going to be so pissed at you. So we walk past, we walk out. So they're unpacking their car and I reckon there was an extra step in it. There was plenty of room. So the car was slightly. You mean you've made them walk an extra step? Each, each time. And to be honest, I think they could have done with the step, <laughs> right? So I walked past and said, I'm really sorry again, ladies. Um, I am that mum, really apologise, have an awesome day. And I was just, I was lovely, right? But honestly, I just looked at them and Dakota and I were just laughing and we got in the car. And then I'm trying to do like a three-point turn. To, in a laneway that's one way. Correct. To, to get out the right way, I aborted the mission and just drove yeah. down abort, the wrong way. Abort, abort. Abort the Could mission. you feel the judgment searing through the, I could feel the, judgment. the chassis I, of your Audi? I and I said, <laughs> I said to my son, now don't you love it? Like that will be their lunch discussion can you believe this woman she did this she did that they'll get home how was school oh you'll never believe it and it just made me sit and go imagine being that I don't want to say sad because I don't want to feel like I'm judging but imagine that being such a big deal you can't be judging they were they were judging you they were judging me and also it's just not that big a deal right and some people get so caught up in life and I've, I've, I'm guilty of it. Certain, certain things I get hot under the collar about. They were fuming. So my shaved head was definitely not welcomed by the tuck shop girls. But it's very cool. And I would like to add there that, uh, yeah, we are yin and yang. Um, cool, <laughs> cool people like like Nikki, but the tuck shop ladies like me. Yeah, yeah, they do. You can't have it all. No, you can't have it all. Becky, um, I'll put her up on our Instagram. If you don't follow us, make sure that you do. It's the Your Say podcast. Um, Beck's got long, very long red hair. All your girls have got beautiful hair. Yeah, we've all got, yeah. I um, Long legs and long hair. In fact, Bella's legs are nearly as tall as my body. <laughs> they are. Bella's, yeah, they're, they're, we do joke that um, Bella's legs are, um, yeah, and Lola's actually. She's like a little Mowgli. Oh, isn't it funny? But the, the moral of this story for me was that here I am loving this hair, feeling great in it, but put me in the school environment this morning. Um and I put extra makeup on this morning and I changed my clothes twice, which is just not something I would ordinarily do. But because I'm going into a different environment, my care factor is higher. Yeah, it's very, know. I find it fascinating because you are very, a very confident lady. And as I say, you can pull off the shaved head. You know, I'm, I kind of wear a uniform school, which is my Lorna Jane. She's got her Lorna yeah. Janes on I'm a, today. Yeah. Because you walk straight after drop off, right? Yeah, that, it's only because I walk straight after drop off i'm not a lorna jane mum i used to do that judgy thing we did talk about i used to i used to judge because there was always like i remember you'd go in and there's different cliques of mums right you oh, know, 100% there's different there cliques. like there's the lorna jane click yeah there's the ones that um are on every committee click. Oh, see I, I honestly i've been so fucking busy working i didn't even notice the clicks until last year and i yeah. still a whole year of picking my child up where i get out of the car and go to the joined area i'm still sitting alone i know one mum anna walks over says hi to me we have a chat and then i sit by myself and i see all the mums that know each other and i know them from the party so they don't come near me 
That's but very I'm happy interesting. With that. I'm happy yeah, with that. I did that. So at the end of last year, my eldest daughter was graduating. So she's been at the same school for 13 years. And I feel you meet your kind of friends in that first year, but a lot of people move on. Come on, you know, life changes, people move schools. Um, and I actually, my one kind of mum I'd sit with, she couldn't be there. So I sat on my own and um, I Did you felt- feel like a dick? I th- I didn't feel like a dick with the other friends because I'm one of those like don't be afraid to sit alone at your yeah, own table okay. and you know be be aware of what you bring to a table and yeah, all yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I tell other Have people. Have you ever been to the movies alone, Becky? No. Haven't you? Have you taken yourself out for dinner? No. Oh, Becky. Yeah, do Is I need this, to do that? You need to do these things. Why they're do very, I need to do that? Because they're very empowering. I take myself to 7-Eleven, get myself a sandwich if that counts. No, I feel like and I talk to this about a lot of the a lot of the clients that I work with and so, I mean, you've had four children, so you're probably not alone very often, but there's something about taking yourself out of your current environment. Like you'd be alone in the house a bit when the kids aren't here, right? Yeah. But that's quite different to taking yourself to a space where you are just there to enjoy your own company. And I challenge my clients to not have their phone. So yeah, I, okay, and it just, not until you stop and sit do you really know how you're feeling because in your environment you're on autopilot put a load of washing on do this do this do this but when you go to a cafe without a phone you sit there and you will notice the women working in the cafe you'll notice the birds you'll notice the temperature you'll notice the food and we live in autopilot right i don't anymore but i did i was on the treadmill autopilot i reference it all the time with clients and I've made you get off your autopilot and go, hey, yeah. podcasting, how did we even come to be doing this together? I don't know how. Oh, I said I wanted to do one. You said you had the gear. Yeah, I said I've got all the gear, no idea. You've got the confidence. Let's get this And on. I didn't have That's the how gear. how it rolled. But, yes, it did how it rolled. But you know what was interesting is I'd bought the microphone and it turned up and it was not the right one, so I'd sent it back. And so I was microphone-less. And it you just kismet. happened to have it. It was very kismet and you just happened to have it. So environments definitely change that level of confidence. Like, I mean, I'm triggered by Melbourne. Melbourne and family are my two big triggers. I'm, you're seeing the best, you're meeting the very best version of me in life. Because you're in your. Well, I've just spent a year solid on working for myself. I've just come out of a relationship and spent two years. Well, you've had to reinvent yourself. I have. You've done a Madonna thing. You've done a Madonna. Well, fuck. Have you seen Madonna lately? Well, yeah, we're not. We're doing. We're doing it how Madonna did it when she did it well. Yeah, when she did it well. Not now. No, not not now. But I definitely find different environments really difficult. Yeah. But I try and challenge myself now to be okay in them so but today i had to have a talking to i was like nikki it's just school drop off that's what i do it's very interesting so i didn't feel like a dick on my own in that graduation thing Mm -hmm. for me but i wondered how my kids Kids felt felt. like were they looking going oh my god mum's so sad she's just there on her own like oh oh, i know i know but do do, i mean do our kids think about us i don't know um well no, I don't probably know. not. They probably don't. Probably right? not. We want no. to think that they do. There was much more for them to think about than who I was sat with. Yeah. Exactly. And I'd already completely overthought the situation. I say to Nikki, I'm terrible at overthinking and I sabotage myself when I overthink. So I'd already given way too much attention to what dress I was going to wear. Like, why is it like that? It wasn't about me. It was about my daughter graduating. But, but that's just us, right? I think that's women. I mean, I I think we, we all do it all the time. And 
I love social media for so many things, but if you don't follow healthy people and you don't surround yourself with the right role models in that space, you can fall into sabotage and Mm. comparison. And like, if you're watching all these organized shows and you're a messy bastard, then you're you're setting yourself up to feel shit about yourself every fucking day. Mm. Well, I did actually come off social media, um, a couple of years and I took a step back from it because I felt that's what it was a I was thinking is that real like you know I know that so-and-so not. is going through a shit time but the picture that they posted of course is it's not real yeah it's not so real. I realized it wasn't making me feel too good and took myself off it but I do I don't believe a lot of what people put on there is real but I believe if you follow the right people it can it have can a be good, really yes because yeah. I I feel very much like my art page is very much a reflection of me. I have shared absolutely. I've shared tears, tantrums, my mental health issues. I've shared so much stuff on that. Yeah, platform. Yours is very empowering. I think you're very brave to do that. It's very, very brave, empowering. but it wasn't easy, right? And I got a lot of backlash from family. I've had to block a lot of my family. Oh, on really? There. Yeah, I had to because my mum's like, oh, I didn't like you said this, and it's like, mum, I'm not doing it for you. So I yeah. I. I, until I got my courage up, blocked a lot of those people. And sometimes I forget. And, but then people have this, um, mum will call, not now, but did. Oh, so I saw on social media, you seem really good. And I'm like, this is sort of going back two years when I was fake on social media. I was like, oh, well, mum, that's a highlight reel. Like, yeah, I'm fucking. So because you're watching my social media, you don't need to call for a month, you know, whatever it was. So I think that I challenge people to follow people that make them feel good about themselves. And I kind of do a cull, like I cull, I have a personal and a work Instagram and I cull my personal ones. And this, this is my theory. You could try this Becky, cause you've got to re-enter this world. Yeah. If you wouldn't invite them over for a barbecue or dinner and show them your photo album, then they probably shouldn't be on your Instagram. Well, that's probably, yeah. I think I've got probably four people on. <laughs> There you go, right? But these, that's okay. are the, these are the two levels that it does make me laugh. I, you're on your Instagram and it's very empowering. I love it. It's 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 very you. You've got it. But remember, just right. but, but but remembering my art Instagram, it's still a business. Right? Yeah, and and I can see like it's, like it's I'm still I'm selling my coaching and yeah. I'm selling my art. So yes, I inject my realness in it, but if I can't get on it and can't be authentic, then I won't talk for that day, or I'll get on and be like, "Fuck, I'm having a cunt of a day." Yeah, but is this the first cunt of the podcast? It is. Well done. You oh, made it through. What are we on? We're um, on episode three. Well, well done. Oh, well done. I was worried Welcome. that it was going to um, it yeah. was going to come a lot sooner than that. Yeah. Everyone, she's done all right. I've just done well. <laughs> I've just dropped my first cunt. cunt. Bomb. Oh, we're going to talk. We're going to have. Oh, we've got to have the whole episode on swearing. Anyway, that's a whole nother digression. What were you saying? I yeah, I was going to say the the level I'm at on TikTok. I'm I I'm a watcher. So I'm like that, you know, show me the life hack. Yes. That okay. you, so my children see me. They'll see me trying things in the kitchen and go, oh, my God, yes. did you get that off TikTok? And I'm like, no. Yes. Yeah, I've learned a lot from TikTok. No, though. so have I. Hats I think, off yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I think TikTok's fun. And I've always had a theory and everyone's different, okay? And, again, we would love and welcome everyone's opinions on this. But my theory with technology and kids and screens and all the things that we get judged on as mums is I want to know what they're doing and touching. So Mm. my son went on to Snapchat years ago and Snapchat became the thing. So I decided to open a Snapchat account. Now, I don't use Snapchat to talk to anyone but my son and his friends. And 
he has a rule until he's 18 he has to have his location on yeah so i can see where they are and i can see when he's at your house and all those sorts of things now i don't have a need to go on and look at him for that but if that that's our way of communicating and i think that you can kind of have a choice where you can know what they're doing and look at it or you can pretend and hope that they're not going to get on it right and the reality is our kids are growing up with phones that's the world that they're going to live in Mm. and I've had other parents and mums oh no they're not having a phone I didn't let Dakota have a phone till year 10 which was so late um and same with the uh PlayStation I sort of kept that at bay for as long as I could but ultimately Sometimes they get picked on if they don't have it. But also this brings us into the wonderful world of co-parenting. Oh, God. Because when you, if, if and when you have to co-parent, that phone becomes quite important, you know. Um, of course it does. So mine had phones earlier because I... Correct, you wanted to communicate with them. Yes, um, not that I co-parent, that doesn't happen. But it was a way of having my own communication with yeah. them without having to contact that other person. Yeah, totally, which I do look forward to for me. I, I, yeah, it's interesting, co-parenting. That, co- co-parenting is a podcast Co-parenting is definitely a podcast. I've done it exceptionally successfully for 15 of the 17 years with Dakota's dad. We've co-parented amazingly well. I think we had we had one blowout. Uh, over school choice that's impressive and then we just had a a recent argument and that is the only two issues we've had in 15 years I have um, co-parented very unsuccessfully since 2014 everyone (laughs) that's okay but that's okay because we can talk about that right yeah we will we'll do a separate podcast on it but I definitely think that the whole environment has a massive impact on how you act Mm. how you feel parents grandparents you know, we all do it, right? It's not fucking easy. Yeah. Okay, so Nikki, um, first day of grade one, it's almost over. We'll be leaving shortly um, independently to go and pick our children up. Do you think any of us are going to make the cut to be the form rep this year? Oh, well, I, full disclosure... Becky asked me this question on a text last night. I text back and said, what the fuck's that? Yeah, so she's not really in the running, but <laughs> I've been there that long. <laughs> well, so I think you've been there that long, but I've never been asked. And I said to Nikki, I've never been asked to be form rep. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to be. I know I'd be shit at it. But how do they know? How do they know that? Why Why what am I judgment? not in? What yeah, judgment are they why making? Why am I not even in the running? Do you yeah, know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if it's the Lorna Jane. I don't think it's that. Mm. I don't know. But something about your persona is not getting you voted. I'm not giving off form rep vibes. Oh, I'm definitely not. I mean, I didn't even know that we had a form rep. In fact, true story, last year, Harvey's other mum and I didn't know until August there was a group WhatsApp that told you what day swimming was on. And I mean, fuck, I had missed two free dress days where we turned up in uniform and, you know, Harvey came as a baby shark and I got into trouble because that wasn't a nursery rhyme. nursery rhyme, Nikki. And she said, what is he? And I said, baby shark. And, like, she just looked at me like, I'm like, it's a nursery rhyme. It's a fucking modern day nursery rhyme. You show me a kid in a cafe that doesn't know fucking baby shark. No one's singing 
What are we oh, used to see? Maybe seeing? it's because I'm a try. I wonder if I'm a try hard. Maybe I'm a try hard. I don't think you're a try hard. You no. don't want it. It's just your ego wants it. I don't want it. it. Your well, ego I want to know it. how they know I won't be any good at it. That's what I want to know. Yeah, how do they, how know do they know? What is the judgment? Yeah. What have I been marked on? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've definitely been graded down with the hair for sure. And I mean, lesbian, right? Two mums. Like, that's just fucking scary. Well, I actually didn't discover the face group, um, Facebook group until later on in the year, and that was because another mum told me that oh, somebody on, had put on. my name on it for so this is, to get a play date. So you're right. So there's so our school has Facebook group, yeah. a WhatsApp group, and a text group, and they are all different, run by different women last year. Oh, so maybe. I only came into them at the very end. Oh, because oh no, but then you you breach another breach. She's done another breach. Everyone, I know about this Why? one. You breach. You breach the rules. Why? What's that? You advertised. Oh yeah. You're so not on, allowed. So on Facebook, it was just the preppy thing. I came in with buy my artwork, put some links and stuff in. Yeah, because you would have been all fabulous. Like, hi, it's me, Nikki. This is what I, I do. I put a video on. It was. I did, I <laughs> did you put, put a video? I, on? I put a video on. <laughs> I put a video on. I introduced myself, and then get this right. It was um, it was a a vulva series, so it was all about women's genitals. Like they perfect, were beautiful, perfect for and the then school page. Two mid, <laughs> <laughs> two midwives bought two paintings off me. Did they? So I had two sales. They were five hundred fifty dollars each. So I was like fucking a thousand dollars. That was awesome, right? It was a good week. Fantastic. Then. I don't know, a few weeks later, I was like, I'm, I'm going again. I mean, yep. that, I got return on investment. So I went again and then I got scolded. Yeah. I got into trouble. Can't advertise. Can't advertise on that. And I kind of was like, but why? Yeah. You're all stay-at-home mums. Or not stay-at-home. We're all mums mainly on the page. I don't know that many fathers would be there. Is it because they were followers? I don't know. No, I don't think it was the content. It was just a very strict. Because I'm like, well, if someone else has got a carpet cleaning joint, I'd prefer to give the well, business to them. Well, you need a plumber today, let's oh, face it. <laughs> I need a plumber. We won't talk about that. I, just, I, I think I will frighten you all away. Um, we're going to wrap up this little chat now. This has been fantastic. We've talked about judging, different environments, having a shaved head. Do you think we'll ever cut your hair, Becky? No, that's not is it, happening. It's not happening? We'd, no. Like, is it like a, do you reckon we'll get to your shoulders? Uh, Have you always had it that long? No, I it's very long. Is it very long? Is, is it, it very, too long? Mm, I don't know. I think no. I think no. I think it's okay. Let's get into the too long. I uh, no, any like longer would be too brethren. long. And any long, too long. I think once you get to forty, you, I, I, oh no, it's longer than your bra strap. You're, you're in scary <gasps> territory there. Why? Well, I just feel like why don't I know all these things, everyone? Well, I feel like you get to a certain age where you kind of got to let it go a little bit. Yeah, right. But. Again, it's a judgment call, right? I used to be the most judgmental asshole in the world. I'm not oh, anymore. I'm now trying to rack my brain for women over 40 that have long hair. And women over 40 shouldn't wear cut-off denim shorts, I don't think. Uh, just just a note, and, everyone, I'm not in cut-off denim shorts. No, she's not. <laughs> and nor am I. But when I had a body, I did used to wear them, but not the ones with the fray ends. So I wear denim shorts, but the long, nice, high-waisted. Why can't you? You can, but I'm saying that that's is just... That a, being judging? It is. Being I'm judging. saying it's a stupid judgment rule in my head that I think that you couldn't have it. But now I'm like, fuck that. Well, I, watch this space because next week I might be in cut-off denim shorts with my long hair down. Uh, oh, Rocking it. Do you ever wear it out? Do you wear it in a high bun? Oh, I love a messy bun. I do oh, wear see, a messy woman, bun. Oh God, I might get, I might get horny over you. Oh God, everyone, we bun. need to cut <laughs> this off. <laughs> That's okay. it. Oh, the oh, dog's barking. Stop, quick, stop. The dogs. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. We want you to come back and join us next week. 
Um, we will be talking about how I went from checkout chick to general manager. I think my first pay packet was $22. It came in cash. I worked for a little company called McEwan's and my last pay packet was a fucking fuckload more than that. God, I missed that money. I do not miss Let's the job, but I miss the money. So that's what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be a solo episode, but we will have guests on the next two or three weeks worth of podcasts. Yep. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, get in touch with us. If you've got a small business you want to push, if you've got a small business that might want to partner with us and market themselves, slide into our DMs let on Instagram. Know. Let us know or TikTok. If you're a woman over 40 with long hair, let us know. Thanks for listening.